Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM96.5 HD2, WQAM, and the Radio.com app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It's Zach and the Nose, brought to you by our best friends. And I say best friends in a good way because I love them. At Tropical Chevrolet. That's right. You're going to find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. And we're going to find you a way to win your championship in fantasy football. See what I did there, Nose. Uh, Here on the show tonight, we have one last pre-drafting show, I like to call it. Because next week, we're in the money. It's week one. It's the whole deal. Here it is. We're that close uh, as of right now. We're here from the Krantz Compound in Davie. Once again, the nose couldn't get enough of my scent last week or the week before, so he's back with his mask on in my house. Once again, my wife let him in after a temperature check, a COVID test, and the whole deal. Nose, first off, uh, we call you the nose uh, for obvious reasons, but... What's the obvious reason, Zach? Because you nose fantasy football very well. Oh, I thought you were looking at my big beak right now. No, I'm not staring at your nose. No, No. moly, 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 moly. No, I'm not saying... The nose is here, that's right. You hear the voice, my partner in crime, as always... The Nose, follow him on Twitter, at Spencer Nose. We have a big show lineup today. First off, I guess I should say hello and let you say hi to everyone first before we start talking about the show. Good evening, Nose. Welcome to your own program. How are you doing? I feel wonderful to have my own program with you. Uh, This is it, guys. We're here. I'm assuming, I would say most of you guys right now are either getting your drafts in right now or within the next week. Because if you were smart and listened at all to anything we've been saying is you better wait to do your draft as late as possible because, as you know, we have breaking news happening all the time. Right. As you just saw a few hours earlier, uh, Mohamed Sanu getting released now. Who the hell is Cam Newton going to throw the ball to? That's exactly what we were trying to figure that out. Double team Edelman. You don't have a lot of faith in Nikhil Harry. It's a little uh, bleak out there right now. Well, they can throw to Gronk, right? Oh, Gronk's not there. Right, right. right. They don't have any tight ends. Cam Newton is in a world of his own. His name is James White. That's who he's throwing the ball (laughs) to right now because... 
you know, last year they had that guy Myers in there, and now I'm reading he might not make the team. So, you know, the Patriots do some really crazy things. But we are going to be talking about the wide receivers today. Wide receiver and tight end heavy in this program. The last week we did running backs, the week before that, quarterbacks. Uh, the strategy that Nose has been giving you for the draft the last couple weeks, we'll rehash it one more time just so you can vomit one more time. Shove it, it down your throat. Right, we are going to shove it. Here in this first segment, down your throat, draft strategies with a couple days left before the drafting is kind of done. You have to be done by, I'm assuming, Wednesday to get your teams in by Wednesday at midnight because Thursday is the start. Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. By the way, that's game one on the Thursday night. Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, it's Houston and Kansas City. I was looking at the schedule today because the Dolphins in New England are uh, Sunday week one. And they got, and you're going to laugh at this, they got elite Elite broadcast treatment. Jim Nance and Tony Romo Saw that. will be calling the game. And uh, so I was looking at the first two-week schedule with the announcers, because I'm a dork like that, and I like to see who's announcing the games. I wanted to see where Charles Davis was, was for his first game also. He's got Cleveland, uh, whoever Cleveland plays week one, I forgot already. Uh, I think it's Cleveland-Baltimore week one. Um, but Deshaun Watson's got Pat Mahomes in week one to go against, and week two, Lamar Jackson. Like they, Houston's got a tough first two weeks of the NFL schedule going against Kansas City and Baltimore. But that's just, you know, going ahead of ourselves. But it, what's great about Thursday night is you got so much fantasy action going right, on. Right. I mean, you got at least four or five Kansas City players you're going to be starting. Right. And then you have a few players on the other side, like three or four Houston players. So right off the bat, it's action. And God, we we earned, we, we live for this normalcy. And on that Thursday night, it's just going to be like, ah, live scoring. Right. See who I'm going against. And getting your lineups ready. So I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm just so excited that we are a week and one day away. By the way, next week also will be on Wednesday night. Thursday night is the Hurricanes and UAB. Uh, that if you don't have the ACC Network, the only place to listen or hear or see that game is here on 560 to Joe. Uh, you're welcome, Joe Zagaki, for that promotion there. Check, check should be in the mail for me. The Blazers. Uh, right. <laughs> UAB Blazers. Uh, so that's next Thursday night. So this Wednesday, next Wednesday, two Wednesdays in a row uh, as we get the season started. Okay, let's go to what we were talking about for the last couple weeks in the beginning of both of those shows outside of kissing our own butts here. The draft strategy by the nose. Uh, I know that we've you know kind of started the last two shows. with it. It's that important, especially when you only have a couple days left to draft. Nose, enlighten the people once again on the strategy to win a championship in your league, go buy this. Okay, so you might be in a two-quarterback league. You might have a four-wide receiver set. You might have all different kinds of options. But for in general, standard leagues, even in most two-quarterback leagues, here's what you need to be doing. We started off by calling it the 3-3-1 strategy, the Larry Bird-Warren Moon strategy, which is you get... Three running backs, three wide receivers, and a tight end before you even consider taking a quarterback. I've upped the, I've upped the ante on this. I've done multiple drafts already. And let me tell you something. You could wait until your 10th, 11th round draft pick, and you could grab still a stud quarterback. Players like Matty Ice, Carson Wentz, Brady, Breeze, Big Ben, Stafford. If you like the upside of Daniel Jones, none of these guys are going early. I mean, I'm telling you... Wait, grab four running backs, four wide receivers now, and a tight end. I've, I've umped it to a 4 4 one Wow, wow. Which is what? Let's go Derek Coleman and Warren Moon. Okay. Ooh, well done there. I don't know why I went there, but right. I did. Um, and yes, you're going to love the way your team looks when you're filling out your quarterback in that ninth, 10th round range. 
And the key to this strategy is I want you to be one of the, what we've been saying, I want you to be one of the last people to take a quarterback in your league, but I want you to be one of the first to take the second quarterback. And the strategy is quite simple. You're doubling up your odds to give yourself a better chance to get at least one really good quarterback if you pick two of them after you already have four running backs, four receivers in your tight end. Again, it's going to be a beautiful thing when all of a sudden you have Carson Wentz and Drew Brees as your two quarterbacks when you went four, four, and one before. Right, it's right. going to be very pretty, I guarantee it. All right, and that's the strategy we've been using for years here, me and the Nose. Uh, nose gave that to me a couple years back, won a couple championships since. It works. It's like you know, hearing from the one guy that gives you the business strategy, and the business strategy works for your business. Until it stops working, I'll be using that strategy. The thing is, and I said it to you three times today, because Zach obviously is very, very passionate about his fantasy teams, and we were going over his league. Right. You have to have discipline in this, okay? Because it's so easy to just sit in your room now, because no one's going to live drafts, and it's so easy to see that name, like a Deshaun Watson there in like the fifth round, and... He just excites you. That's not the right pick. Stay disciplined. Go four running backs, four wide receivers, a tight end, and then pick two quarterbacks. And whoever those quarterbacks are in at that time, take the two of them. You're going to be very, very happy. Be disciplined. It's very easy to uh, go in the other direction and just like, oh, I'm going to go with the flow of the draft and take a quarterback. That's the choke. Right. Don't be a choke artist. And a lot of people do it. And a lot of people you know, keep the strategy in their mind until you're actually on the clock. That happens to so many people. Uh, I've seen it happen in drafts where people are like, I'm not going quarterback till the fourth or fifth round. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I know who I'm taking third overall. It's you know the stud running back, blah, blah, blah. doesn't give a name. Then all of a sudden the third pick comes up and he's like, oh, I'll take Pat Mahomes. Uh, I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson. It's happened. you got to stay stay the course. Right, and I'm saying stay the course. everyone loves to have a drink during the, uh, the draft. Everyone likes to get a little loose. It's a fun day. Have your drink. Do whatever you do that gets you loose. But that being said, stick to the program, stick to the discipline, and wait on your quarterbacks, especially in the COVID season. You need depth at running backs and wide receivers. It's not just injuries now that we have to deal with where we need our depth. There's now going to be definitely players who are going to test positive. It's going to happen. Different sport, but today I read that Neymar, the most famous soccer player, tested positive. If you're in a fantasy soccer league, which God knows I am not in a fantasy soccer, but you guys get my point, okay? You've got to have running back depth, wide receiver depth. Have your handcuffs ready for your running backs, okay? If you take Dalvin Cook, Make sure you take my boy Alexander Madison right behind him. you got to do those small things this year especially. It's going to go a long way. Right. I'm surprised you're not in a fantasy soccer league at this point. I am. I'm surprised. You think that you're surprised at that. Inter-Miami. There's a lot of soccer going on down there. We're going to have to maybe we'll get a fantasy soccer show next year. That's really, 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 really unlikely. Is Danny and all the people from Tropical Chevrolet listening? What what do you think about a fantasy soccer show? We'll get the nose uh, talking a little football. If they'll sponsor it. I'll make it happen. All right. right. That is the nose. I am Zach. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We have a lot to talk about on the show today. A lot. A lot to talk about. We have to go through the wide receivers and tight ends. This is not our normal show for the last two weeks where we just harped on one 
quarterback position or running back position. The wide receiver and tight end are very important. Quarterback was big because you needed to know who to get. And by the way, one of the favorites here on our show, Miami Mondo, already texted me. Stay the course, round 10, Carson Wentz. Very happy. There you go. Thank you. you so see the that strategy worked. Round, he got who he wanted in round 10. Round 10, right. Carson Wentz. Now, Carson Wentz is ranked higher on my board than three of four of the guys that I said go ahead and go target, whether right. it's a Big Ben, a Matthew Stafford, or a Breeze, or a Brady. They're all in that same lump of player. Get two of them. You're going to absolutely love. You see Carson Wentz, perfect, 10th round. Right. That's You should have nine studs before. Carson Wentz was a top seven quarterback last year, and he's still a kid, and uh, you know he's got new weapons to hit. Right. So That's all that matters, it, right? It should go, you know, he's right. a player who should... Good pick there, Mondo. Well done, well done. All right, we're going to take a break. 305-567-0560, by the way, is our text machine. It is wide open. We'll get all your texts uh, read, and we'll answer them. We'll do whatever we can to help you out. All pre-draft stuff. If you got a draft coming up this weekend, if you got a draft tonight, tomorrow night, whatever, next week, if you have questions before that draft, send them in here. The Nose will answer all of them. All right, that's The Nose. I'm Zach Dan Day is our DJ back in the uh, palatial studios of El Portal in the intercom building back there, the Citadel. We will uh, get back your text. We'll get into the observations. That's right. We always talk about observations from the week before. We're going to do that next year on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach and the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, we're back here. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Our friends at Tropical Chevrolet, we're comedians for our customers, is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. Hello tonight to Danny, the GM over there, Ari and Erica, the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet as well. Let's get to some things. Before we get to observations, uh, Nose, there are a couple texts that just came in that are strictly draft texts. I don't know if this person might be in the middle of a draft right now, so I want to get to that before we even get to observations. Go off. Go off the cusp of the paper. I just like doing that because it makes a really cool noise on the radio. I don't know what you just did. Right. Okay, okay. so let's get to a couple of them. 305 567 0560. That is a text line if you want to get in here. And I will read a couple of these texts real quickly because it look, I honestly think this person might be close to being in a draft right now. Let's start with, uh, looks like a wide receiver one. You want to start with that Whatever one? Whatever you want from okay. me. Okay. Uh, looks like T.Y. Hilton, Parker, Sutton, or Wood. I'm in the sixth round right now. Oh, you're taking Devontae Parker. Right. Right off the bat. Is that amazing? That is amazing. I can't and believe you just said Over T.Y., over all these guys. Oh, wow. I mean, did you see him last year? I know. Okay, he I was know. a top five fantasy receiver in like the last eight weeks of uh, the regular season. So you got a situation where you have a gunslinger at least starting right now with right. Fitzmagic. He's going to throw the ball with zero fear. That is great for wide receivers. I love Parker this year. I rarely. Go out on a dolphin skill. Rarely go right, exactly. Right, How right, often right. have I done that? I'm shocked. You know, T.Y. Hilton. I have a lot. You know, I believe in him. I like him a lot because I think Philip Rivers is another gunslinger, right, and right, I right. T.Y. Hilton is one of my players that I like a lot. I do have an injury concern with him at all times. Devontae Parker, all the way on that one, buddy. Uh, so let's see. Uh, it says here. Okay, so I guess the same guys asked the same question. Also, were you saying strategy wise, take four straight running backs, then four straight receivers? Then tight end. Okay, I'm happy you asked that because absolutely not. That is not what I am saying here. So, essentially, I want you to take your best available players. That's by the flow of your draft where, after you have nine picks, I want you to have in total four running backs, 
four wide receivers and a tight end. Definitely not just in a row. I do really highly recommend getting two running backs out of your first three picks right, because right. it does fade out. The running back position gets a little lost. Um, so you do, that's why I'm telling you to draft them. Even though sometimes they're not sexy right. and you're not loving it, uh, your pick. That being said, if there's a starter there, by the time your next wrap comes around, you might not even have a guy that's starting. So, again, four running backs, four wide receivers, and a tight end in no particular order. That's right. available. And another text from it looks like the same guy again who I think might be drafting tonight, which is awesome. I like to hear that. I wish I was doing a draft right now also. Uh, I'm in a 10-team PPR league. David Johnson or Todd Gurley, if they're available in the fourth round. Before you even answer that, you could almost... Take that text back about four years, and that could have been, hi, I'm in a 10-team PPR league. Do I take David Johnson or Todd Gurley first? That is beautifully right. done by you. Right. I didn't think about it when I right. first read it. That is absolutely Fourth accurate. Round. Three years ago, right. Todd Gurley was the number one overall pick in every league, and David Johnson was a top three player because right. of that ridiculous year he had. Unbelievable. Didn't really replicate it there for you last year, did he? He did not. He was my keeper going into last year. I had the 10th overall pick, and I decided, hey, David Johnson, great value of 10. This is a great question, right? Though, because Todd Gurley and David Johnson are being uh, drafted in similar areas. Right. Who do you like more or not? Well, we're going to start off why we're not going to take the guy with the degenerative knee problem, okay? Right. We have an arthritic knee in Todd Gurley. They're doing what's called workload management, the worst words you could have for fantasy. On the flip side of this, you have David Johnson, who was traded for DeAndre Hopkins in one of the most peculiar uh, trades in the offseason. One of the most bleeped up trades I've okay. seen in a while. Yeah. You said it that way. Right. I'll say it my way. What I do believe and what I will take from that is that coach is going to utilize that running back, David Johnson, quite a bit. Uh, I'm looking for him. I'm, am I saying he's going to have a bounce back here? No, I am not. But I know he's healthier than Todd Gurley, and I know he's going to get a lot more usage than Todd Gurley. Using those two logics, right. I'm going to take David Johnson ahead of Todd Gurley. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and the guy just texted back and said, very true, I'm mock drafting right now. So there you go. He's getting ready for his draft. Mock I like, drafting. I like it. Wow. I'm all about that. All about the mock drafts. Every night when I get bored, my wife kicks me out of the room because I'm acting like an idiot. All right, let's get back to the observations now. Thank you for texting in. If you have any more texts to send in, 305-567-0560. Observations from the last show to tonight. There were a couple things that actually happened uh, in the last week that were kind of concerning, I guess you could say. Uh, I'll let you handle this uh, this and, and bring them up as you feel possible. But I could not believe what kind of happened last week with running backs specifically or what could have been really bad or really good if you already drafted one of those guys. Go ahead, take it I away. Mean, of course, you're looking at me, I'm shaking my head because right. the people who already drafted and you have Leonard Fournette, okay, and you drafted Leonard Fournette in your third round because that's where he belonged, you're screwed. Yes, that's why we try to draft up into literally the last day if the possible. Before, right. This is one of the major reasons. So what if, yes, Leonard Fournette, Fortunately, on Red Light, Green Light, which is a program where, or a segment where we do it, where whether I recommend them or not, Red Light is a do not go. He was a red light for me right. to start with um, for all the reasons why he got cut. He's just not a locker room person. There was just something very wrong with that situation. The guy does chunk up a ton of yards. Simply cannot find the end zone, which is just mind-blowing. What do you have, three touchdowns last three year? Three touchdowns yeah, last yeah. year, but he had you know over 1,100 yards right. running. Um doesn't matter right now. Doesn't have a home. Do you draft him super late? Yeah. 
yeah, sure, take a flyer on him to see where he goes. You know, if a team like Chicago were to pick him up, which they said that he, they're not. But That's it, funny. I was just about to cut you off and say, is there a situation sure. where Leonard Fournette, in your eyes, goes to a certain team and you go, wow, yes, back to a green light on him because of that offense. And I wasn't sure if there was a specific team, two or three, that in your eyes, Leonard Fournette, we find out tonight, tomorrow morning, Leonard Fournette signed a one-year incentive-laden deal right. with this team. Well, the Chicago right. Bears makes tons of sense. David Montgomery's hurt out right. three to four weeks. Uh, your boy, the Rabbi Cone, is right. not an everyday running back. Uh, you know, I think that he would make sense for the Chargers coming right out of the top of my head because you have Austin Eckler, who was wonderful in his role last year, top five running back, but they still miss that power running right. back with Melvin Gordon. But that being said, we don't know where he's going to go. He's obviously a problem in the locker room. The players wanted him out of there. So this is just a player that, again, I'm not looking at from last week to this week. Huge difference. He's a guy that I would take in a 12th, 13th round as a flyer when you have a very firm, very firm starting team and a firm bench, and he's still on the board. Why not? See where he lands. Right, right. Uh, But the big news is the Alvin Kamara situation. Right, right. Because now we're talking about if you have a top five pick, and I know you do in your league. Right. And Kamara is, as of three days ago, a no-brainer. And then the whole contract situation comes out. Then you have a reporter saying he's not, not coming back to camp. Then you got somebody saying they're willing to shop him. Of course, then Schefter comes out and says none of this is really accurate. Right. He was at practice today with a helmet on, in pads, whatever the case may be. So it looks like everything is okay. And even Schefter or Ian Rappaport, one of those guys, mentioned today that they're working on, cooler heads prevail, and they're working on a deal. I'm assuming whatever the exact number was, and I don't know off the top of my head, 12 and change for Joe Mixon, that he wants more than that in the 13 to 14 million mark. He wanted McCaffrey money. He's not getting McCaffrey money. Probably worth close to it because of the way he is in that offense. Yes. He'll be somewhere between Mixon and McCaffrey and be happy at that point, yet it's not done yet. Right. So if your draft is tonight, I'm drafting Kamara in my, in my top five still, okay? I... Uh, you know, top six. I moved him down just one notch, but the news coming out is, listen, Drew Brees is 40 years old. The team is built to win right now. Right. They are literally building this team. Emmanuel Sanders bringing in veteran players. Latavius Murray is not just going to be the solo back there, okay? They need Kamara on the field right now. I believe they're going to sign Kamara. So I still feel quite comfortable taking him as your first-round draft pick. Let's just say that. Right. He's my first-round draft pick. Last week, somebody asked me, do you take in a full PPR league Michael Thomas versus Alvin Kamara right now? Okay, I get that question. And if you want to be safe, I'm okay with you taking Michael Thomas. Right. But you better go running back, running back with your next two picks. But overall, I wouldn't change my opinion of Alvin Kamara. My bet is by the weekend this is going to be all settled up, and he's going to be a full-blown go. Right. So, Alvin Kamara, draft as you would. Take Alvin Kamara before Clyde the Glide, okay? That's the type of situation. You you want to take him before a rookie running back. This is how explosive of a player right, he is. Right, And what else? Uh, Joe Mixon signed his deal uh, since we were on the air last week. Did that change in uh, your mind Draft-wise, now that the deal is done and he's not going to be one of these guys that either holds out or maybe the first two weeks really just isn't involved or maybe by week eight doesn't want the full load because of the fact that he's worried about his contract next year uh, or at worst before that happened would have pulled the levy on Bell and just out the season. He is signed. He did get his money. Did that change his draft ranking in the nose rankings? Well, it did, actually. It moved him up two slots for me. I had him last week at twelve. 
And now I actually have Met 10. And yes, to me, he's very boring for some reason. He's been the same player for the last two years. He doesn't. He hasn't really been breaking large touchdowns, right. but he is uber consistent in the fact that he's a top ten running back. He's done it the last two years. What's changing now? Only good things are changing for the Bengals. So I know it doesn't feel sexy when people are taking, you know, Barkley and Zeke and Cook in the first round, and you're taking Joe Mix, and it's like wah wah wah. <laughs> but back him up with a fun, exciting player like a Miles Sanders or. Um, Kenyon Drake, even Austin Eckler, and uh, Josh Jacobs, which I love. If you could go, if you go Mixon in the first round, make sure you go uh, running back again in the second round because yeah, we were discuss- save yourself, right? we were discussing last week. There's a top clean, clean top cut eight, and after that eight, and I'll just bust that out real fast for you. That's McCaffrey, Barkley, Zeke, Henry, Cook, Kamara, and Clyde the God, and Clyde the God. And, and Michael Thomas. And after, eight, right. Okay. After that, it is a big drop off to Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, and Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler, etc. So if you end up getting in that position where you have the nine through the twelve, and that exact top eight goes the way it does, right. my recommendation is suck it up, go running back, running back. Don't take Julio Jones, sorry, Mondo, in the second round. Don't take that second wide receiver. Back it up with two running backs because in the third and the fourth round you're going to get yourself great wide receivers to match those two running backs right. so you could get a little bit more sexy and a little bit more fun with a juju smith schuster aj brown odell beckham type in the second round take two of those excuse me the third and the fourth take those wide receivers with more of your boring joe mixon pick right right yeah i mean who, who knows what joe mixon's gonna do rookie quarterback this year maybe he has a little bit of a breakout or more or maybe he's like what you said just kind of boring. Joe's going to get you a thousand yards in sixteen games. Get you 75, 80 yards a game, whatever the case may be. I think he's going to do better. Crazy. I think he's going to be a little bit better this year. I think okay. he's dedicated. He got his contract. I don't think he's now just going to rest on it. Right. I think he's going to have twelve hundred yards. The question is, how many touchdowns does he get? Because if he gets ten touchdowns with that, you're looking at another year again where he is a top ten guy. And he, but he's not going to be a top five guy. That's right. the thing. Right. He's more going to be your six to ten. Yes, it's boring. But sometimes with your first round draft pick, you could be a little boring and then you could spice it up later on. You know, you could take, we'll talk about wide receivers all day. Right. I got a lot of spicy guys that are going to give you the opportunity to get your 70, 80 yard touchdowns. Something feels safe about that first round pick, like Ezekiel Elliott, another guy, super safe kind of guy. He's not busting out those crazy runs, but. He gets the volume, just like Mixon. Yeah, and 95, just, right. Exactly. And he sees the end zone, too, which is nice also on that Dallas offense. Right. All right, so anything else changed top 10, top 12-wise for you? I know that you said that uh, Kamara moved down a little bit. Looks like Derrick Henry moved up a little bit. Cook kind of stayed there. Well, Cook, well, the problem with the Cook is that he still has a contract situation right, going right. on. But, you know, how do you not take Cook uh, ahead of these other players that we were saying, like a mixing. Right. No, right. no. Because Cook, as I had told you, is, in my opinion, the number two or three player. I like him just as much as Saquon Barkley. Wow, yeah. And, but if you were to tell me right now that Cook is going to play 16 games and there's going to be no issues with his contract and he's not going to get hurt, I promise you right now, I'd draft him number two over Barkley. That's how much I love him. Wow. But there are questions about him. Right. He doesn't have his contract. He could hold out. It is a weird COVID season. And if he doesn't get paid... There could be that Le'Veon Bell contract situation, which we Nightmare. have discussed. Nightmare situation. So I have, you know, Cook in that five or you know, five range, Kamara six, 
Clyde the Glide 7. I actually have Derrick Henry right now as safe as can be in that four slot, in a, especially in a non-PPR or half-PPR league. The full PPR, not as good, but we saw what he did. He led the NFL. Oh, monster. He led the NFL in uh, touchdowns with Aaron Jones last year. You see what he does at the end of the year. If you could skate by, and he does fine at the beginning, but those last four to five weeks, weeks Beast. 12 through 16, right. there's nobody more you want than Derrick Henry. Right. And it's it's interesting, too, because we are very wide receiver, tight end heavy uh, on the show today. That's what we're going to be uh, hitting very, very hard, especially in the next segment. We're going to start, uh, because we have two positions to go over, we're going to start uh, red light, green light in the next segment with wide receivers. We have an interesting text that just came in. We're going to go over that in the next segment as well. But Michael Thomas, your only guy uh, outside of the running back position uh, in the top 10. Uh, and I think that's... It's about the top 13 or 14 for me is Michael Thomas is right, the only right. guy. That's what I was going right. to ask. I was going to go, how, how far uh, Michael Thomas, where he is right now, where does that go from there, like with your next uh, uh, with your next wide receiver? Like, what's your next wide receiver? You want to jump in? Like, Let's go in. Let's go in. Real quickly, because we're going to go over the red light, green light in the next segment. My interest, uh, My interest in this is... I see Michael Thomas in the top 10 as far as safe-wise could go anywhere from probably 5 to 8 at that point right. depending on who you're going to go with or what you think is there or who you like at that point. But after that because I see the Aaron Jones, the Mixons, the Chubbs, yes. the, the Kenyon Drakes in there, who's the next wide receiver like to go and, and where do you think And where they go. Right, so the number right. 2 wide receiver for me is an absolute no-brainer is Devontae Adams, okay? Because right now Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. He's not fantasy Aaron Rodgers as he was eight years ago, right. but he absolutely has zero weapons, zero. And Devontae Adams just gets open. The amount of targets that he gets per game is outrageous. The only one with more is Michael Thomas. Right. So where do you go with Devontae Adams is what you're asking me. And the answer to that question is right after that group of guys where the last guys are Austin Ekelar and Miles Sanders. The guy that I'm saying, okay, take Devontae Adams ahead of is Kenyon Drake, okay. then Chris Carson, then it goes into Melvin Gordon range, and that's where we go with the wide receivers in that may, you know middle to late second round pick. There's a lot of great wide receivers there, but Devontae Adams is my number clear two. Clear-cut number two. Clear-cut right. number two, and then it gets a little bit more of an opinionated situation. Would you want to dive in? Do we have it? We're, we'll get into that in the next segment. We'll start red light, green light, and before we get to that, We'll get into the the wide receiver observation that knows about to throw on everybody. Do not say it now. You could tease everyone. I was no. looking for you on and see how much time we had. I didn't want to no, jump all the no. way in. You're the, you're hosting. I am the radio professional here. Slash SAR. <laughs> right. So we'll do that next. 305-567-0560. If you want to get in on red light, green light, if you got any specific wide receivers down the list you want to know about a little bit more, uh, we'll get into that next. We'll take your text messages as well. We have a couple of them coming in right now that we will get to in the next segment. But red light, green light coming up next here on Zach of the Nose, presented by Tropical Chevrolet. All right, welcome back. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Tropical Chevrolet. Where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads to Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Beautiful Miami Shores. Go see Danny the GM over there and get yourself a brand new gorgeous Chevrolet. Tell him Zach on the nose sent you. That might help. Hopefully it'll help you a little bit. I don't know if he's making popcorn anymore. We haven't really uh, discussed that or dived into that in a couple weeks, but we'll figure that one out. All right, 305-567-0560 is the text line if you want to get in. We have a couple here that we're going to get to right before red light, green light. Also... 
Uh, for you NBA fans out there, yes, the Heat and the Bucks are about to tip off if anything goes crazy in that game without giving play-by-play out because that is illegal, even though our sister station, 790, I believe, has the game tonight. You'll probably hear me scream in the background or say something crazy. At that point, I will wait 30 seconds and update you on the score so no one gets in trouble here on the station, including Dan Day, who's probably now very nervous that I just said that and has to have the dump button very close to him uh, at this point. I'm just very happy that they were like, you know what? We're going to put Zach in the nose up against the Heat. The Greek Freak and the Miami Heat. I just feel like everyone's going to be like, you know what? We don't have to listen to the first half of that. Let's go get our fantasy fix. Right. And that's what we're here for. And like I said, we'll be here next Wednesday as well, 6 to 8 p.m., getting you ready for week one of the NFL season that starts next Thursday night, a week from tomorrow, Kansas City and Houston before the week one slate of games and the doubleheader, by the way, on Monday night. If you didn't get enough on Sunday, you get two games Monday night for week one of the NFL season. Do not know the games there. I think the Giants play, but I'm not exactly sure who those games are. Fowler and Herb Street, like I said, will be calling the first of two games on Monday night football. Nerd alert. Right. I know it all. I'm a broadcaster, and then that's what happens. All right. Let's get to the text machine very quickly here. We have a weird text uh, from, it looks like a Molly or Molly Gilden. I'm not exactly sure. It says something along the lines of, and I'm not sure I'm even reading this right. Do you believe in the zero running back strategy? Um, what? Are you telling me that my nine-year-old niece knows of a strategy in fantasy football that you have never heard of? Yeah, I guess so. The zero running back strategy would be the complete opposite of something that I would think of in fantasy football. That is the exact opposite of what I would do right. in fantasy football. The Thank zero, you for the text, Molly, though. We appreciate it. Zero running back strategy is literally punting the running back situation altogether and going wide receivers, quarterbacks, tight ends, and then just start clipping off as many running backs in a row, like like eight in a row, starting with like a guy like a J.K. Dobbins or a right. Jonathan Taylor, guys that you believe are going to become the player. And it's basically saying, no, we're not going to take running backs. It is the dead opposite of how I draft. And so no to my niece, the zero running back strategy is a negatory. <laughs> I think that's very interesting. Uh, we have another text also non-football related that I wanted to bring up. And you know, during the season, we like bringing up all kinds of cool questions and weird questions for the nose. Uh, we found out, I believe, last year at one point, the nose doesn't use uh, straws in his drinks. Uh, we found out he doesn't have carbonated beverages at all in his diet. Uh, for weird reasons also, which I like because I, I love someone who's got a weird reason. I don't like jello. I don't like anything that moves. Like, like, what do you mean nothing that moves? Like jello. When you touch, when you like, if you were to flick it, right. it's like it, all of a sudden, it, you know, like it my shakes. Like my stomach, right? right. Like, like Homer Simpson. Yeah, no, no interest in anything wow. that is like, like I, like you slurp it up. The people who like slurped up jello right, right. through straws. I don't drink from straws. That's my number Wait, one thing. We found that out. Okay, last so year. like right. my biggest enemy, and I don't like strawberries. I think they're feminine. You don't like strawberries? It's weird. Yes. I just think that, like, I have a picture of a guy, like, being fed a strawberry to, from a girl or something, and I don't know that why. That doesn't sound good to you? No. No, it sounds completely the opposite of good. Wow, wow. Right? I got to really watch myself on the radio. Right I now. do love me a strawberry. I know. I love and me a strawberry. I think, I think less of you. you know? <laughs> and not only that, but I put it in a Jello uh, uh, like mix. And I use a straw to eat it. Literally, that's it. That's my with nightmare. A diet Seven Up or something with bubbles. Diet Seven Up. We're, we're gonna have to dive in since I don't know carbonated drinks. Yes, I've right. never had one. My brother forced a mandarin orange uh, slice 
back in like wow back in like 80, well done back in like 84 85 and right. it burned my throat and that was it that was, I, it. That was it can't wow. do it won't do it wow. um so yes there's getting to know me that is a part of it and uh i see there is a text up there a big part of my life is movies music tv right. so i'll let you ask the question we're, that that's we're working into this because of the odd questions uh and we got to last year and we will go over the diet soda uh Rankings. I will be giving those like out. Seven actually. Up versus Sprite. I have no idea what the difference is. I will be giving out the definitive top ten rankings of diet sodas next week at some point during okay. the show. We're, we're definitely fading off the topic, and right. I love it. And that's that's what happens here on the show. Because okay, of, so why don't we right. tell them what it is? Yeah. Uh, this text is: Let's talk about the greatest non-star characters in a movie of all time. Let's okay. go in those. Okay. Right. So what I think the question is basically asking is: Okay, what kind of character in a movie? Right. Like, what, explain what that question is. I don't get it. This is from my brother, okay? Yeah. And me and him have a conversation all the time as to what characters in movies come in and just make such an impression, okay, where they're legendary. Right. But only in the movie, probably screen time for like 10 to 20 minutes. Right. So the first guy that comes to mind to me, the greatest action movie of all time, which sure could be considered a Christmas movie, is Die Hard. Right. And let me tell you, the best character of all time is Ellis. Hans Gruber is great, but he's right. too big of a character. Right. Ellis from Die Hard is one of the perfect examples. Like, my God, did you know, Hans, Bubby, you're my white knight. You got a little <laughs> problem up there? I could give him to you. Now, that's an amazing character. That's a How good about one. sports characters? Lou Brown. The manager of the Cleveland Indians in right. Major League. Right. You know, how would you like to be the head coach of the Cleveland Indians? Oh, I got a guy on white walls on the other line. <laughs> that, so if you guys have any characters I that like it. came I like in it. and did it for five minutes, ten minutes, a small role, but just absolutely made it memorable, please text in. I'd like to know your opinions. I'm trying to add to this list uh, of, of, of movie characters. I've right. got one. Uh, Dan Day okay. in, in the system. Let's hear it. Harold and Kumar in American Pie. Harold and Kumar in American Pie. Wow. Milf, milf, milf. milf. I, right. I think it was just Harold, not Kumar, correct? Right. I think Dan Day, is that correct? I mean, yeah, it's been so when long. When he's literally yeah, yeah. making love to the wall of Stifler's mom? To the right. picture, yeah, that's it. Right. Great job. That's a good call by you. That's a great day. role right. by him. I thought you were going with Neil Patrick Harris in Harold and Kumar, which was pretty legendary. And it, right. and it took his career and it absolutely catapulted it. It was unbelievable. Uh, how I, What was that show he's in? How uh, I Met Your Mother? Yes, yes. Yeah, he, that's where it came from. So. Wow, look at that. Dan Day. We've, Dan Day. Chime in. When, when Dan Day chimes in, it's normally, it's gold. It's radio gold <laughs> at that point. Uh, red light, green light. I guess we'll start it in the next segment. We're getting close to a break here. Wow. Uh, yeah, well, because that's what happens sometimes when we go off tangent in the text machine. And I start talking about diet sodas and Dan Day starts talking about, I'm, you know, Harold and Kumar. I, I almost can't wait. I'm dying to know the difference between 7-Up and Sprite. Huge difference. Just give it, forget about it. This segment is a... Right, okay. I'll give you that quick one, okay? Diet Sprite, which I like, and Diet 7-Up, which I like too. Diet 7-Up, a little bit sweeter. Uh, Diet Sprite, a little bit more bland. It gives you a little bit of a Sprite taste, but not much. Diet 7-Up gives you a lot more of the 7-Up taste, but it is diet. No, but which one has a more lemon-lime consistency? Diet 7-Up. Why do I always see people never drinking 7-Up and always Sprite? Hard to find. Is there anything to do with caffeine involved in this? I don't believe caffeine is involved in that at all. I believe that the Diet 7-Up is part of the kind of sun-kissed family. Diet Sprite, obviously, part of the Coca-Cola family. Coca-Cola always at the front. 
Diet 7-Up is usually by where like the 99 cent sodas are or when you get to the off-brands. That's where Diet 7-Up. It's a magical soda. I feel really bad for the 7-Up. Right. right, you should. I don't should. even know why. It, it is an underappreciated soda, but if you're drinking Diet Sprite and you've never drank a, uh, a Diet 7-Up before, it is worth the one try, and then afterwards, you're welcome when you make the switch. Okay. I do not work for Diet 7-Up. I am not an endorser of Diet 7-Up. Interesting 7 how you're going with the right. diet in general. You are just jump to diet. I, I mean, don't... I'm not a big regular soda fan anymore. I used to be in my in my in another lifetime. Okay. Uh, Diet Mountain Dew is my drink of choice in the mornings. I'm aware. With Pepsi Zero, right? I have a Diet Sunkissed right now in front of me. Yes, I do not the regular Sunkissed just a little too much for me. I think all that sugar has gotten to me over so the years. Sweeter. The right. regular ones are sweeter. Yeah, a little bit sweeter. This is a little bit more off sweetness. I'm I guess a, you could say. I'm a 41 year old man who has asking for the first time questions about carbonated drinks. I couldn't think of a better subject to talk about right now than that or wide receivers, which we will get into Woo! in the next. Totally segment. forgot about that. A red light, green light. Text in your wide receiver names. Tight ends we'll do in the middle segment, and the last segment will be just kind of wild card all up in the air. Any texts, any questions you have in here in this second hour, hour number one, just about done here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet Heat and Bucks in action right now. Somebody better cover Brooke Lopez and stop fouling him on the three-point line. Otherwise, I'm going to get very angry here at some point in this next hour. Do not foul Brooke Lopez when he's shooting a three-pointer ban out of bio. Anyways, you can hear the game on 790 if you are listening to that. I recommend you listen to us and then switch over when we are done at that point. Another good one before we get out of here and end this hour. Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Tremendous. It's a great one. I could throw a, a pigskin a quarter mile. <laughs> right, right. And back in 82. <laughs> I mean, that was a fantastic text. We will take those texts for the next hour here. Now we're number one in the books. 305-567-0560 is the text line to get in with your red light, green light questions for the next segment. Wide receiver wise, tight ends after that. Wild card kind of segment here at the end. The nose pick of the year is in. We do not have a nose pick of the week this week, obviously, with no games going on. Hour one of the books. That's the nose. I'm Zach. Dan Day is back in the studios. We're back right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.